If I were to sum up this week for the egg, the song Mr. Lonely by Bobby Vinton would softly play in the background. Megan was up in Chicago. Michaela and Kyle were both busy. You're listening to The Egg. Russia has ordered 23 British diplomats to leave the country. Only days earlier, Theresa May, the British Prime Minister, expelled 23 Russian diplomats. This expulsion followed the poisoning of an ex-Russian spy in England. This Friday, March 23rd, Sugar Creek Bird Farm will be hosting the Wings of Wonder program, created by the Cincinnati Zoo. The exhibition will take place in the high school's auditorium at 7 p.m. Admission is $5 for adults and $2 for kids under 12. A pedestrian bridge collapsed this week in Florida. It later came out that the engineers working on the bridge had identified some cracks. The engineering firm explained that the cracks did not, quote, compromise the structural integrity of the bridge. Six people have died because of the collapse. Bellbrook likes to play a close game. Gilmore and Bellbrook hovered around each other for three quarters. It wasn't until the middle of the fourth when Gilmore took lead. The Division II semifinals game between the Bellbrook Eagles and the Gilmore Lancers ended with a Bellbrook loss, 40-47. If you were to look at Bellbrook midseason, a future game at State wouldn't have been obvious. And just this season, Bellbrook lost two league games, whereas before they had only lost two league games in two years. The Bellbrook team that went to State seemed to be a complete about-face from the midseason team. And Coach Tincher names Game 15 as the team's turning point. The team began working together much better, and the team's scheme of playing changed. Yeah, one of the greatest memories as a coach I have so far is this group because I know where we came from. I mean, uh, it wasn't all the wins at the, at the end of the year that was remarkable. It was all the losses that we had early and that they were able to to turn it around and do what they did the second half of the season. Because game 15, we were we were answering some tough questions about ourselves, coaches and players, and we were spinning our wheels in a lot of the wrong directions. And for what they did after that is truly remarkable. I mean, they came together better than uh, any team I've ever coached. I mean, it, it was very, very impressive. The last time Bellbrook was at State was in 2012. Bob Pugh, who was the team scorekeeper, noted some differences between the current and 2012 teams. Even at a loss, Bellbrook still made OSA history. Bellbrook now holds the record for the most pregame ticket sold for an OSA girls basketball game. Bellbrook's pep band and student section cheered on the Eagles. Um, I think it was like a really cool opportunity to like see our whole town come together and support us, and like that was really cool to hear them all like cheering for us. Helps you keep keep kicking, I guess.
St. Patrick's Day is known for its green attire, celebratory festivities, and perceived Irish traditions. Cities all around the United States hold parades and festivals to commemorate that day. But Chicago's bright green river and enormous marches through downtown, the northwest side, and the south side are notoriously extravagant. The parade dates back to 1956. This is when Richard J. Daly, Chicago's mayor at the time, made the parade a citywide event. The Chicago Tribune reported that there were 65 marching units, 5,000 people marching, 11 bands playing, 29 colorful floats, and 100,000 spectators at the first ever Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade. Five years after, in 1962, Chicago dyed its river green for the first time. This unique tradition started because of Stephen Bailey, a business manager. On one afternoon in 1961, Bailey was approached by a plumber who was wearing a uniform stained bright green. Bailey could see that the original color was white, not green. Bailey asked the plumber, and he explained that over the years, his uniform had been stained green from the dye used to detect pollutants in Chicago's river. Bailey was a first-generation Irish-American and enthusiastically used his discovery to spread his love for his favorite holiday. Since it didn't cause any harm to the water, and in fact it was used to detect pollution, Bailey suggested the river go green every St. Patrick's Day. Since then, the same Chicago Journeyman Plumbers Local 110 that Bailey managed drops 40 pounds of dye in the river every year, turning the river green for about five hours. Stephen Bailey didn't stop there, or at least tried not to. It appeared that he had dreams of dyeing the city of Chicago green on St. Patrick's Day. In 1965, he proposed painting the Wrigley Building with easily removable green dye. He was denied the pleasure. The Southside Irish Parade is the second largest parade, falling short of Dublin, Ireland. There are more than 15,000 marchers and over 250,000 spectators every year. That was Megan Malice reporting from Chicago. Thanks for listening this week on The Egg. I write The Egg with Michaela Pittman and Megan Malice. Katie Bills Tenney advises us, and we're published at Bulbrook High School through Eagle View News. You can find more by Eagle View News and other staff writers at eagleviewnews.com. We tweet daily, well, mostly in retweets, but a great way to connect with us in between our weekly episodes is on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter at the Egg EVN, and it's easy to sign up, like two minutes if you don't already have an account. Do you have a story, idea, or want to write for The Egg? Contact us by email, which is theeggevn at gmail.com, or reach out to us on Twitter. <laughs>